0: Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. On today's show, I'm talking about some not-so-common sex news, including virtual reality porn, because sex tech is the future. I'm also taking your calls. Topics include, so you know how to orgasm, but you really want to get there quicker, what do you do? Performance anxiety. You want to just be able to rise to the occasion every time. I get it. I can help you. You got talked into a threesome situation that didn't go well, and now you flinch at the sound of it. How do you recover? All this and more. Thanks for listening. You know that I'm obsessed with you doing your kegel exercises regularly. I mean, they do stop those sneeze and pee situations and they lead to more intense orgasms. I mean, that's why we need a strong pelvic floor. And honestly, hate to break it to you, it weakens over time. It just does. Which is where BTL Mcella comes in. And trust me, there's a good chance it can change your life. So check this out. BTL Amsella is a large chair that you sit in, fully clothed, while it uses electromagnetic pulses to deliver 11,000 Kegel exercises in a single session. I'll say that again, just in case you didn't catch it, because I didn't believe it either. You sit on this chair for 28 minutes, and when you stand up, you've just completed 11,000. Thousand Kegel contractions. Now, I made my Kegel camp app years ago just to help us all stay on track, but I don't think you'd ever get to 11,000. BTL Cella is next level stuff and people all over the world have been amazed by the results. And it's not just for women. I mean, BTL Mcella has FDA clearance for all forms of female and male urinary incontinence. Essentially that peeing or dripping, well, you know, when you don't want to, when you least expect it. Jumping on a trampoline when you can't find a bathroom, all that stuff. So whether you're one of the 40 million women wearing pads every day or a guy dealing with embarrassing leaks, BTL Amsella may give you your life back. There are hundreds of providers offering BTL Amsella treatments. To find one near you, go to sexwithemily.com BTL. That's sexwithemily.com BTL.
1: To his eyes
2: They're the eyes of a man Obsessed by sex Eyes that mock Our sacred institutions
0: You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, check out sexwithemily.com. It's a robust site. It is very robust. Going to help you have even better sex and relationships. Amazing posts up there that will change your life you can also find us wherever you listen to podcasts we love when you comment when you subscribe on itunes or wherever you listen also find me on sirius xm radio i'm on stars channel 109 which is so much fun monday through friday 5 to 7 pacific 8 to 10 east and you can get a free 30-day trial visit sexwithemily.com sxm or hey you can still call in 888-947-8277 Always find us on social media everywhere across the board. It's at sexwithemily. All right, guys. Hope you enjoy the show. All right. Jane, do you want to uh, share this with me?
1: Yes. All right. We're getting into some, some weird stories here. Um, some of them I just think are pretty interesting. So first one that I came across that men and also primates with showy hair tend to have smaller testicles. <laughs> so now beards are the new beamers.
0: Wait a minute. How do you define showy hair? Like I thought you meant like a like a, a, a big head of hair.
1: Yeah, a big. It's like showy facial hair. So okay. like showy facial hair. So like beards and like the long locks may also be a sign of small balls.
0: How is that true? What is that real? What I mean? Okay. Oh well, New York Post primates. I mean, I guess that makes sense. But it's not okay. So I was thinking it's like they have a great pompadour. It's a haircut. It could be. <laughs> like, I thought you meant that, but you mean like the ones who have like the. Like the. Because I mean, you know how like beards are kind of in yes. right now. Mm-hmm. So you're saying that there's something, but men who have smaller testicles have some like biological urge to show it more? It says than... here. Tell me.
1: Yeah, it says. Okay, so hair is considered like an ornament. True. Which is an outward display of masculinity, and testes are considered a weapon. A way to act- actually sexually compete with other males in the species by reproduction. So it says found that humans, as well as large primates, physically lack the energy to have both a large ball sack <laughs> and bushy wow. facial hair at the same time. Amazing.
0: <laughs> so can men with big balls are they not able to grow as can they not or is it a choice? You know? What? Like can they not grow showy hair as easily because their balls are bigger? are like for what like are those the guys who are like, I don't know, I just can't grow a beard. So you know what's so you know what I mean?
2: funny? I remember one time when I was in um when I was in can you hear me? Is that good? Okay. When I was in middle school, I think my best friend at the time, her mom told me that men with no hair or bald men have higher testosterone levels. I don't know how true that is, but
1: this article just reminded me of that. Well, are they
0: saying that they've small, were they talking about their testosterone, you know, if they have smaller, because we're not saying you have small penises.
1: No, small balls, which to me, I mean, like, nowadays, like, I I don't know. I mean, I don't really care about penis size that much, but I also definitely don't care about the size of your balls.
0: But if you've larger testicles, you have more sperm. Mm
1: Hmm.
0: Which I mean, maybe like someone emailed us. I think on our on our ball show, I said there's there's semen inside of the.
3: Oh yeah, sperm. I was like,
0: okay, sperm. Sorry, I'm a doctor. I do know what I'm talking about. But yeah, so that could be it. Like it's a side of masculinity in the outside, so it's like peacocking almost.
1: Yeah, because they need to still like uh, you know they need to still attract people, even if they have less sperm. So it's kind of like weird. This is
0: fascinating to me. I'm Fascinated now. Yeah, let's (laughs) say it's a little out
1: of the ordinary. Of, yeah. as far as what we but
0: also it's, it's 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 like um i mean it's it shows that i love all the studies of like evolutionary biology and like our primates mm-hmm. and how like the reason why we do certain things in our brains why we have certain desires are going back to our you know our monkey ancestors so i think it's interesting
1: yeah and i love how this article leaves it off with a quote from who Loophold, which was the uh, Steph- Stefan Leupold who's an evolutionary biologist at the University of Zurich it's hard to have it all big testicles come with large weapons but less ornamentation so it's like cool
0: dude it is hard you cannot have it all yeah and what you don't have is a thing that you need to um, that's your lesson while you're here in life like you have to always there's a you really can't have it all you just would be no one at life is not perfect you have to have some area that you're working on your deficit, if you will.
1: So when I start going out on dates and having more casual sex, I'm going to I'm going to keep this in mind now. Just curiosity, I'm just going to look. Yes, Jamie, you have to. <laughs> I'm going to look for science. Yeah, Ugh. for science,
0: be like, oh, okay, he's got the flavor saver or whatever they have now. Those long sideburns. <laughs> the in, flavor you? Saver? I mean, Do you also never. do you the flavor <laughs> saver? I thought they
1: were called. Mud. Oh no, when no, they the, connect to your no, beard, it's much. the flavor truck.
0: saver is the little thing oh, you under mean your the chin, uh, it's like the triangle. Little thing? No, yeah. no, no, no. It's soul a, patch. Soul patch. Yes. No. Flavor saver? I've never heard that. I like that I way better. I love <laughs> <bring, laughs> that so much more. I love when I can bring things to the table here. The flavor <laughs> it's amazing. Oh yeah. Well, you like left a little piece of something. Yeah, exactly. flavor saver. What's that thing? And you probably shouldn't have that anyway. 888-947-8277. Okay. Okay, that was good. Next story. I approve. Next story. I approve of this <laughs> message.
1: Yes. So dolphin clitorises look a lot like a human's. So dolphin clitorises are incredibly similar to those of humans... Um, they completed autopsies on eleven dolphins that had died of natural causes and they found that the female dolphin's clitoris are remarkably similar to human woman's. Wow.
0: In what in what way? It With says just like I a human female, yes. the dolphin
1: has a clitoral hood and two areas of extensive erectile tissue that merge into a single body. So they also have the legs.
0: Wow. This is so interesting. So And it says the gorge and swells just like humans when they're aroused. Mm-hmm. And no wonder why dolphins seem so happy. Mm-hmm. Dolphins have sex
1: for fun. They, they do. also continue to sex. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm.
0: this This is so interesting. Mm-hmm. It's located. okay, the dolphin. she just now she gives me the article, so this is our process here. Dolphin clitters is located at the entrance of the vaginal opening rather than externally. They're well known. They are known for their sex lives. Oh, mm-hmm. They are happy creatures. Uh, they're famous for playing for both teams. Interesting. And you want
1: to, this? This one is also very interesting because it says penis and vagina must co-evolve. So it says while it may seem intuitive that the penis fits well into the va- vagina during copulation, it can be quite complex and and uh, they haven't really explored. I mean, how are you really going to explore whales and, and dolphins. dolphins and porpoises? Right. But it says they have unusual vaginal folds, spirals, and r- recesses that the penis and sperm must navigate through to successfully fertilize the egg. Wow.
0: Spirals. Yeah, I gotta jump through a lot of hoops, literally. Uh-huh. Dolphins are jumping yeah. through hoops, And not too. that
1: this is part of this actual article, but there have been studies done. I actually convinced my friend, I sent them an article to do a speech back in college on dolphin gang rape. Because dolphins, they did a study. Like, golf, dolphins can get aggressive. Yeah. And they, like, they put, like, these, like, inflatable sex dolls or whatever randomly in the ocean, and dolphins would come up and, like, take them down to these caves and like have sex with them inflatable
0: sex dolls yeah it's the clitorises it's the they're they're just like i need something to to to, well it's the male dolphins but oh the male dolphins were aggressive i I did not know really yeah they were gang raping blow up dolphins no
1: blow up humans
0: They'll they blow get, up. They and there's, seen vi- there's plenty no, of videos
1: know. of dolphins like I'm gonna have trying to look like. This up. You have to. You uh, well, got an A on the speech, by the way. But didn't you say something? You okay. you said you knew about the spiral. Penis. Yeah, the spiral penis. It grabs you and pulls you down into the cave. That's scary. So be wary like of dolphins, tentacle. but also at the same time, <laughs> they're just very similar. Very similar. Very similar.
0: Mm-hmm. Huh.
1: So not about people, but I did think it was you know.
0: It's cool. I We're not like the only the people that have folds and spirals and recesses. I mean, we have that too. Our mm-hmm. we if women understand vulva owners that it's actually not that easy for for us to receive pleasure that it takes a lot you gotta do jump through hoops and spirals and folds and things to figure out our pleasure so women just looked like that's how we were like they made it complicated so we could teach our partners that that don't just go right for my opening i know it looks like it's easy to get in there but not so easy for you to penetrate me until you pay a visit to master mistress clitoris right here Mm -hmm. like pay homage stop Mm -hmm. along the way say hello to my friends the breasts on the left and the right mr mrs one and two like it is trickier but we didn't know that because we didn't get the instruction man to our body so now they think they just penetrate but we've got all these spirals and hoops that the penises should be jumping through Mm -hmm. and we get to choose they're actually there we just let them we just let them go right in Mm -hmm. and i think convince them to encourage them to stop along the way and check in the scenery you know stop and smell the flowers
1: Also in this article, which of course, most previous research on genitalia has focused on the penis. So even with dolphins, more focus on the penis
0: than the female sexual organs. Yeah, it's true. Well, most research, that's what we talked about with uh, Jolene Brighton. Mm -hmm. We just released an awesome podcast today with Dr. Jolene Brighton. Her book is Beyond the Pill. And we talked about that, that, that really the reason why there's all this great information coming out now about the birth control pill and women and hormones is because a lot of the sci- sexual scientific research in the last 50 years has all had to do with the penis. And men, they're like, well, men, men and women, they're similar. They're not similar at all in many of these ways, especially when it comes to sex. So that makes sense. And so now female dolphins are getting their turn, just like all the other women. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like all the other females on the planet, dolphins should. Get their clitorises Dolphins heavily researched as well. Cool. Interesting. Good clitorisy. I liked it.
1: Okay, cool. Glad. All right, this next one. <laughs> and this is just outrageous. Sex for the unmarried is now officially legal in Utah as of Wednesday. So unmarried Utahns can officially have sex without breaking the law. Wow. So although it does say here that the law was not really pursued by police or prosecuted technically breaking the law was punishable to up to six months in jail and a fine of a thousand dollars so this might have been like an old law oh, i'm sure it's been they been never I... but the
0: fact that it's like it just now they're like oh maybe we should make this legal i didn't even know that i mean that's just so interesting i mean i've had sex in utah like who ha- like i've never been married everyone i mean i know there are some strange bills like this other you, know, you can't have sex toys in certain you know cities a sodomy is still legal in some states but Sex outside of marriage? I mean, that just seems, that's crazy. It's really interesting to me because it modifies criminal offenses. So is it still an offense? um
1: No, these are just like. uh
0: Fornication used to be class B misdemeanor.
1: Mm hmm. In the beehive state, which I also. That
0: sounds didn't... awful. I, don't... I mean, just, I love you, Todd. It's beautiful, but beehive. It's weird. He just gets anxious. Yeah. What if there's a beehive? I just thought this, I thought this that, was crazy. That is crazy It is me. wild. I mean, I think there is something, or we've talked about this, like, what laws, you wouldn't, people wouldn't believe what is still legal in other states as well right now. Like, you can't that to do in, like, bringing sex toys in or, you know, anal sex, or there's a lot of things that are still not legal. So, yes, I do find this interesting. And I'm glad that Utah is um, stepping up. I wonder if it has to do with religion there. Mormon religion, um... I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. well, that's good to know. And so then, everyone f- must be just you know having sex all over that state this weekend.
1: I mean, hopefully. Yeah. And then, according to uh, recent studies, hence bringing up religion, religious people, according to a survey, actually have quite expensive taste in porn.
0: Really expensive taste in porn? They're paying for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So wonder the religious people expensive taste. How do you, first of all, how do you measure expensive taste in porn? Because most people are getting porn for free. Does this mean that they're paying for sites? Mm-hmm. Or so, they're just seeing, they're watching fancy, fancy ladies. Sex. like, what does it mean?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think it means that they're, that they're paying for it.
0: Okay. Uh, and it says here that
1: like we sort of expected to find that the very religious are secretly kinky.
0: Which we did in some of that fantasy book, Justin yeah. Neymar's book, yeah.
1: And it says that that was not necessarily the case, so they are different wow. in how they relate to porn. Um, and it says here, let's see, yeah, a lot of it says. Very religious respondents were 44% more likely to watch pricey virtual reality porn and 40% likelier to tip
0: live cam girls. Oh, so they good uh, manners. I mean, no, good manners, yeah. I don't know. That's awesome. Particularly they tend to view bisexual and transgender porn as no-no's. I could see that, though. 10% who identify as heterosexuals and religious nevertheless get off a of male-male. Ah, oh, that's interesting. What do they say?
1: It says, too. It says... um. Religious. It says very religious porn fans are twice as likely to pony up a thousand dollars or more, uh, for viewings of real life girls and their,
0: and their godless brethren. Mm. I wonder. I wonder why that. I'm trying to think of why they would spend more money on it because they perhaps somehow think it's more more of a secure, same, private, and I think, secure. Yeah, I
1: think it's probably because they think it's more secure. Yeah. More, I- Let's stems from like them. It's it's a sin, maybe. So they want it to be more private and secure and like more official. But then it's
0: like tracked in your credit card, and then one day your your wife opens I up the bill the and says, "What's cam <laughs> girls gone? Well, you know, cam girls." They,
1: and that's the thing know. too. It says that they're like doing the virtual reality porn and the cam girl stuff. So it's more involved than just watching like a free clip on Pornhub
0: because they're probably For, they're probably getting. there's well, this is it. They're not getting their needs met in their sex life they they don't see a way to actually turn towards their partner and say you know what i know our religion is against this or i know we don't haven't ever talked about sex before but i i think that that might not be serving us anymore i'd really love to work on our sex life i know we've been together 20 years but hey maybe we could try some of these things and you know i won't tell god if you won't but But I don't think that anybody feels that they could actually do it. So they figure, and they're probably craving, craving something other than what they, what their religious beliefs have told them were appropriate. So as a result, they're like, if I'm going to go outside and get it, I'm going to go, I'm going to, I got to get it because I haven't been getting any of my needs met because of my religion, perhaps, or my more conservative beliefs around sex. Hmm. That could be it. Yeah. What do you all think? What do you think about? I don't know. I think virtual reality porn. I mean, you have to bring out the contractions to that too. You got to buy the the device and the set. And cam girl porn. People have are you, spending a lot of money on it too. Have you tried virtual reality porn? I have. I have. Did you buy that? Like yeah, it, go? it was awesome. I mean, I it was really cool. I was yeah. in Amsterdam, and I went to visit Kiru which is a company that's working with a bunch of different, and they're actually working with WeVibe and Fleshlight, and they're one of the first companies, and they are developing, it's like teled, teledildonics, teledildonics. I love that word. And it's yeah. you know, it's such a good <laughs> word, but it's true, and it's like why these vibrators, you can actually, um, be. we actually have like an old Kiru here, like one of the first models of it, but essentially what happened was, so I was in this room with all these men, of course, and they're like, put this on, and I put on the, the VR headset, and then I had a, um, like a deal, like a vibrator in my hand, right? So that was like one of their vibrators. It had like a, remotes on it so it's like I put it at me like like it's my penis right but I have this so I have this set I mean I have my clothes on I have the virtual reality set and you put it on and it looks like I mean there's a whole scene it looks like I'm like in some Grecian village and there's like all these like nymphs I mean it's humans but they're all just in white like a white party like a fancy white party like the playboy mansion party of Greece if I was in Greece and everyone's beautiful and walking around and then like they're like look around and I look all around there's like people like beautiful people and people having sex it's kind of like an orgy sex party but classy Mm. sophisticated maybe that's what these people like. uh uh-huh. it was fun. a classy sex uh-huh. party and then since i had the tell the teledildonics part is that i have this toy right so pretend it's my penis then the then the the camp the porn stars that are as their film like they are connected to my toy and they could be using an insertion toy like the uh like the rave the rave or something that they're also so they can feel like they can feel what i'm feeling um If I'm putting inside of me, for example, like they are feeling I'm going fast. This is not going to make sense, but they're also moving. It's like you're having sex with the virtual reality people. That's And it feels like you're actually in a full-on like sex party. They're touching you. I mean, I've just done the virtual reality porn without the the vibrators because that's their whole thing is that they're now programming porn that works with toys. So you're having an interactive experience with the person on the camera. I mean, there's just so much going on with oh it. But just regular old virtual reality porn, you're like lying there and you're looking like, like if someone's looking at you like these two porn stars, like a threesome, right? I'm having a threesome with, um, let's say a guy and a girl. Mm-hmm. Like it feels like they're like on top of me and you're having sex with them. It's very reality. Like oh I could see. Gosh. I could see getting caught down that.
1: I mean, that sounds... I, yeah it sounds intense but i'm super down oh yeah we yeah. have to
0: try it gotta try send it. us some virtual reality porn people uh are, i'm sure we could
1: i think yeah. they reach
0: out to us to do but that kind of thing but like and it was hot like if i wasn't in a room with all these people like i could probably have gotten into it and i'm like okay right it. that must have been weird like all these they're like guys. how do you like our technology yeah. how do you like our technology yeah i don't know it was fun i mean they, it was uh yeah so it was like a five minute ten minute thing but do, you,
1: do you think that like If it, someone was in a relationship though Like a monogamous relationship Does that kind of like Kind of well, cut Getting close to the line of that cheating That
0: is such a good question Because we've gotten asked those questions Is virtual reality porn cheating And I No I don't think it's cheating But I, I do think It's a When I'm My whole thing is a, like It's a lot of energy It's a lot of like It is that next level Masturbation Um that what we talk about of having to raise the bar, having to raise the um, the stimuli each time you have sex, you get more and more turned on and people are having impacts of watching a lot of porn um, on their partner. They're like, oh, I can't get up anymore because there aren't like webcam girls. So that's my concern is that you're having this full on virtual reality experience rather than just looking at a clip on your phone. It could be harder and harder for you to connect with humans. Do I think it's cheating, though? I mean, I had my ex did it. I wasn't like thinking he was cheating. I thought it was cool. I wanted to hear about it, but that's you know, I think that if you're spending a lot of time in virtual reality porn, that all that time, and you're in a relationship, you could be spending more of that energy enhancing the sex that you're having. Yeah. All right, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back onto your calls. CBD is literally everywhere nowadays I mean for pain for sex for anxiety and I've been talking about since the first few products started coming out because I truly believe in all of it the thing is though just because it's everywhere does not mean it's all the same which is why it's so important to know where it comes from and what you're getting okay Emily you're thinking but where do I start Well, I'll tell you. Veritas Farms. I'm so excited because I've been obsessed with their CBD gummies. I've been popping them in the office. Veritas Farms is a leading producer of full spectrum CBD products you can trust. I mean I mean they literally run their own farms in Colorado and control the entire manufacturing processes themselves, which is more than a lot of companies in any field can say. Veritas Farms makes CBD tinctures capsules, moisturizers, lip balms, and a topical salt that you can actually find in national chains like CVS. I use it all the time for my back pain. I use it for all my pain. I use it for sleep, you guys. You're gonna love it if you haven't tried it yet. Their products use organic ingredients and they aren't throwing any, like too good to be true promises in your face. Just the facts about what you're actually buying. So to check out all of Veritas Farms full spectrum CBD products, go to sexwithemily.com Veritas. That's my site, sexwithemily.com slash V-E-R-I-T-A-S today. The big O. Everyone's always asking me about it. How do I get there? I've never had one. I can only have one of my own or when I'm sleeping. Yeah, that's a thing. I want that. I want that too. I want both, but that would be cool. I do too. I haven't had... Yes, yes, we want it. Here's the thing. We're always learning about sex, right? We're never done challenging ourselves and trying to have better sex. But the thing about it is, it's not so linear. And we shouldn't only focus on orgasms. I mean, what about your pleasure? What about intimacy? What about finding other ways to feel good? I mean, I just want you guys, by listening to this podcast and being involved with the show... I just want you to think about sex differently. There's a lot more to healthy sex than just orgasms. However, we're not saying don't have an orgasm. Yeah, I mean, that. of course we love We love too. them. I mean, I can't guarantee you're always going to have one. But I can give you some tools to help you along the way. Thanks to our friends at adamandeve.com. They want to help you too. They do. They do. They got a big O kit. They know what the people want. It comes with a great little mini vibe, plus a special climax gel that gets everything extra tingly. Ooh. Ooh, right? It's a great combo for some ooh, ooh, ooh amazing pleasure. <laughs> they also want to give you more than the big O, which is really generous. They want to give you 50% off one of your items and free shipping. I mean, have you been to their site? They have so many toys. Like, they have more toys than lot. we do. That's like my sex closet times a bazillion. All you have to do is use code EMILY at checkout and all the above shipped discreetly to your door. Can't promise you orgasms, but I can get you close. I can promise you a whole lot of pleasure and at least maybe one big O. Check it out today. You'll get 50% off almost any single item, free shipping, and the free big O kit. Head over to adamandeve.com and enter code EMILY at checkout. Woo! woo Do it.
1: Let's talk to Joni, 38 in Kentucky. She says it takes her a long time to come, and she wants to learn how to finish faster. All right. Hey, Joni.
3: Hi, Emily. Thank you so much for taking my call. Of course. And, girl, thank you for doing what you do. We're all
0: so grateful (sighs) for your knowledge. You're welcome. I love it. Thank you.
3: Thank you. Thank you. So I know this is going to sound like a funny question, but... um, I've always known this about me. Like since I've been sexually active, I just take a long time to come. And actually, I'm a queer woman, and this is actually my first uh, relationship in 11 years with a cisgendered male. Oh, okay. And I do enjoy, yeah, okay. yeah. And um, I do enjoy the sex, but he mentioned that I've actually been the most challenging and taking the longest to come i guess woman he's been with and i don't know just makes me that just kind of he wasn't really complaining but it just still made me feel a little self-conscious yeah
0: Um, well well first of all okay so we how were you in the past with other with other with the women you were with would you come easier um it was just different different because there was no penis right i mean what is he is he going down on you is he and how wait for a backup how long uh, is it taking you
3: um, you know, that's a good question.
0: Um, well, we have, we're, we're working on him going down on me. <laughs> oh, um, oh, I have, oh, um, well, that's another reason yeah. you're not coming. Most women need that, require that for, or, for orgasm.
3: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're working on that. Okay. And, um, I have, you know, that's a good question. I just know it. Um, I mean, I have come, it just takes me a long time. Like and an hour, like 25 minutes uh yeah definitely maybe like a good 20 40, 40 minutes. minutes i mean the women
0: take between 20 and 40 minutes to orgasm i need a billboard okay. that says that just psa yeah because <laughs> we all feel so bad <laughs> I mean, we're yeah. taking too long like who's he to say too long the other women he's with a lot of them might have been faking it as well you know what i'm saying like what is he uh, measuring yeah, it against and he's not going down on right. you so he needs some more education around oh, women he is okay yeah he is going down he just uh he's just not used
3: to having to take a while to be down there right Uh, right we're working on that um I guess just like other things it just takes me a long time I don't know if there's a way I can well I don't know speed up that process well
0: I guess it helps I mean the thing is um well wait did you feel this way when you were with women that you had to speed it up uh, yeah, yeah, I felt like I took a long time. Okay, so do you do you know when you get the most aroused and, like, what turned you on? Like, it's usually it's, like, a lot of other, like, kissing and touching and, like, yeah, playing with your nipples, you know, your body. Like, he's using his fingers and his mouth. Maybe he's talking dirty. Maybe you're using some toys. You're switching it up. You're massaging. You're prolonging the sex, but you're teasing. You know, like, I think that that's what it takes for a lot of women and maybe you could let him know that you could explain to him that you would love to just kind of slow things down a little bit. And I don't know you, but you know best what, what turns you on, but typically it's like stimulation gradually over time, teasing, lighter touch, the oral thing. Okay. Yes. So, um, yeah, like playing with your nipples, making out for women. It's like kissing fingers and mouth. That's what makes us come like oral. Those are the three ways that women are more likely to orgasm and so sure that makes sense yeah so, so that's, more foreplay yeah honestly it is and like like I always say foreplay is not a suggestion it's a requirement I have that written in my office right. <laughs> hanging on the wall because it is it's we have like these quotes here and it's like people think oh the foreplay thing again really oh yeah I guess I could do it it'd be nice You know, if it's your birthday no we need it women are women are slow cookers men are frying pans they're ready to go we need to be warmed up we just do it's scientific it's how our bodies work that's what you need let him know. All right. And you're doing Thank fine. Thank you for making me not feel crazy. <laughs> okay, good girl. Oh my God, it's my job. Here, I'm here to help you make you awesome. so crazy. Thank you. Thank you, Joni. Thanks for calling.
1: All right, let's talk to Steve, who's 40 in New York and wants to ask about his performance anxiety.
0: Hey, Steve.
2: Hey, how's it going?
0: Good. How's it going with you? Ah,
2: some days better than others.
0: I hear you, man. What's going on?
2: Um, uh, it's an uh, ongoing thing, like, uh, it's been pretty much as long as I can remember.
0: Okay, and uh, performance anxiety? Uh, yes. Coming too quickly, coming before you want to?
2: Uh, no, more like not rising to the occasion.
0: Oh, okay, so it's it more like you can't, you, it's harder for it to stay hard and get hard yes okay have you ever gotten like um have you ever gotten checked out for it like has it been first of all has it been like since your forties? so s- since the beginning of your sexual history
2: no it's more just like i can't get out of my own head
0: yeah okay so have you ever have you ever practiced any like mindfulness like any breathing any meditation it's really like most of us have this in different ways in our life that we're in our own heads. And so you really, it's about, you know, breathing and, and being present with your partner and meditation, download one of the apps. Like I love the Headspace app or the, the um, Insight Timer app. They're great for meditation and learning to control your mind because that's, that's likely what it is. And then being with a partner who's like, understands, who's cool with it and who you can connect with and breathe together and relax into it. So, I think it's like more of a lifestyle practice, and you're yeah. I mean, I you could go to your doctor, you could get checked out. You're forty. I mean, but you say it's been happening for a while. Um, Yeah, no,
2: I've been with uh, my partner for twelve years now, and like it comes and goes.
0: Okay. Well, here's the thing: if that you've been with your partner, that's amazing. He's
2: great about it, but.
0: What if you guys practice together getting into your senses? Like you did something where you did like an erotic night of like erotic massage where you lit some massage candles that smelled amazing. And then you practice touching each other so you could focus on the scent of the candle and like the touch of her on your body. You guys could explain to each other like I'm feeling your touch right now and I'm smelling the candle and you're playing your favorite music. And maybe you're tasting each other's lips or tasting a flavored lube and you kind of get all your senses going. Because when we completely like when we get our senses involved Insects. We can't be in our head because then we're completely present. If that makes sense to you, as a concept.
2: No, I, that makes sense. Yeah. Strictly. Yeah.
0: So I think that you got. If she's a great partner, and it's been twelve years, I think you're already trying on your own. Like I could tell you to be mindful and tell you to be, And I know how hard that is. I've been meditating for twenty years, and it's some days. Some days it's a struggle. It's just it's a practice. So if you want to bring your wife on board with it. That might also kind of alleviate some of it because you might not even be realizing all the pressure you've been putting on yourself. I don't want to disappoint her, even though she's cool with it. So if you guys are in it together and trying to figure out, you know, how to breathe, how to connect, that might help you. Okay. All right. All right, Steve. Bring her on board. You gotta work on it together. Yeah, so welcome. You're so welcome, Steve.
1: So we got Arlene from Alabama back on the phone.
0: Arlene in Alabama. Hi, Arlene. Hey. Welcome back. I love your
2: show, Emily. Thank you for having me on. I'm, I'm sorry I got cut off earlier. That's okay.
0: I could tell. We need to talk. Um, we need to talk.
2: Yes, we definitely need to talk. I was in a, a marriage for several years and uh, had, a, had beautiful children and, and a great life. And a husband that could not uh, stop using chewing tobacco It was disgusting. And I'm a very... Touchy-feely kind of um, emotional, sexual person, and so we had conversations about this, and and I couldn't get him to improve his hygiene, and finally it got to the point where it's such a turnoff,
3: yeah. And
2: we ended up having years of no nothing, and so the conversations earlier about about how do you spark it up in the marriage, and how do you, there's some times when there comes a point where they're still sparking that back up if there can't be a um, if there
0: can't be some respect for one another, yeah, some compromise, then, and some, then, I mean, some hell, then yeah, there's a point. Yeah. Well,
2: you have to say I've got to cut these ties. So anyway, I got out of that relationship finally, and I'm thinking, well, there's something terribly wrong with me. I left feeling that way, but um, I've done the um, bioidentical hormones, and I've done everything to keep myself in shape, and you know, and, and I thought, well, maybe I'm not attractive, and 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 I apparently was to many other people, <laughs> but just. There was something there where my husband was masturbating constantly, watching porn, exactly what you were just talking about earlier on the show, to the point where there was nothing going on when we got in the bedroom. Right. So, anyway, I'm so thankful that I finally decided it was time to move from that relationship because I was wasting my life. Yeah. And I got into a wonderful relationship, which is very free and open, and we're both very very exploratory and very touchy-feely and things have been wonderful and so he talked me into this threesome idea which i was not keen on because i'm so in love with him and i didn't want to share and uh so he talked me into a male um threesome uh, okay two male. oh you did and it already
0: it, okay male male male, oh, male yes
2: yes yes several times oh okay, okay so that happened and it was okay It was okay. I didn't mind it. It was actually pretty good a couple of times, particularly with one partner I felt very thoughtful with. Okay. But then time went on where it became where he was having these random men contact me, and I felt very like, wait a minute, I'm not your prostitute.
0: Oh, like a cuckold? Like, was it more like a a cuckolding thing? Like, did he want to watch you with another man, or he wanted you to have sex with another man and tell him about it?
2: No, no, no. He oh. wanted to be present. Oh, be he present, wanted, okay. You know, it, it was a big turn-on to him to watch and to be present. So, anyway, uh, the last time that we were with someone, I had a little bit of a health scare following that. And sitting in the gynecologist's office was a wake-up call to me because there was a question mark there about if I had some type of virus.
0: Oh, STD or Luckily,
2: something? that turned out to be... Uh, Not what we thought it was, but it, boy, did it shake me up. Yeah. And not knowing there for a few days, I thought, oh, my goodness, have I gone all these years to only have this happen to me, to finally find this wonderful happiness and to be this careless to allow this to happen to me. And so now, every time he brings it up,
3: I've just completely
2: shut down because i do not want to go back there at least right. not right now and if we do it's going to have to be with a very clear yes well oh, you i see so he said happen. some
0: random people you said and so you're not wanting the threesome anymore because of the health scare because you thought you had an std or something a sexually transmitted disease yes. and you didn't yes. so are you using protection with these people with condoms no. Okay. So that's, you got, you know, so if you still want to do it, you have to find people who, people can even show you their um, results. You know, there are ways to to show people's test results to make sure they're clean, but you should always use a condom with everyone. And mm-hmm. no one does. I mean, literally, it's sexual, it's STD awareness month. And so we're going to be bringing, we're going to be talking more about this because people just don't, aren't using condoms anymore. So you're not, but if there's, especially if there's more than one person, yeah, you have to. I mean, not with your husband, I'm sure, but yeah, that's the thing. So it's the kind of thing, though. Are you? Is this a, becoming a problem? Is your question like, what do you do? Because you kind of want to, but you're afraid, or your husband's obs- exactly. Okay,
2: and he's really pressuring me to, oh. to do this again. Didn't you like? Didn't you like that? Didn't you like that? Well, I, I want us to do that again, and I and I said, no. I guess I should have taken you with me to the doctor's office because it, you have no. I cried. Yeah, day, of course you did. That. I was so upset right. that, that you know it's... something that can be life-threatening to me that would be a virus in my body for the rest of my oh, life is, yeah. is you know it, it's it's nice to have a little fun and a roll in the hay, no, but I... then when it comes, oh, down honey, to you the need to take it business,
0: off. The t- you got to yeah. stop and think. Right, right. So how long ago did this happen? this scare. Um, it was about two months ago. Okay, two months. Yeah, I mean, can't he? So. How is your sex otherwise? Because I feel like maybe you just need to take it off the table for a while.
2: Um, it's it's still really good, but it's not the uh, fireworks that it was because I think I'm still reserved and still shaky. Yeah, over well, that what makes happened. sense,
0: and I need him to support you uh-huh. emotionally in some way. If he can figure out a way to kind of, the more he just kind of s- learns to support you right now, and you guys can figure out what what else you guys could do together, and how you could feel safe again with him. And he can kind of bring you out of mm-hmm. your... It sounds like you've been living like his fantasies. And I'm wondering if opening up now, Arlene, if there's any fantasies that you have right now that could that he could kind of please you in some ways. That there's things that you want that don't involve another person because maybe he'll mm-hmm. find something new. But, you didn't know you'd be into being with two men. So what yeah. would he not know? He just needs to be entertained in another way with you because unless he's fetishized this threesome thing, I'm not sure about that. But I kind of... I, I really need you to kind of refrain I don't want I don't like the pressure I want you to take as much time as you need I don't think that you would you should have another threesome right now I think you need to turn your attention both of you towards making the sex life great between the two of you because there's not always going to be a third anyway so this is important work you have to do and every couple has to do yeah
2: that's that's exactly how I feel I just I think I just needed you to <laughs> to reaffirm that yes me. Arlene Thank I'm with you so please go
0: back and have that conversation and you know you know I'm here every night I'll let uh, let me know let me know how that goes And hopefully you're going to get through. I get get that he wants that, but, you know, create something else beautiful together. All right, guys, thanks for listening to the show. I hope you enjoyed it. And thanks to my amazing team, Ken, Kristen, Michelle, producer, Jamie, and Michael. Was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. I am so excited to let you know you can now hear Sex with Emily live five days a week on SiriusXM Radio. You'll find me on Stars, Channel 109 Monday through Friday at 5 to 7 p.m. Pacific, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern. But don't worry, the podcast is staying right here. My brand new radio show will have everything you love about Sex with Emily and more. Because every day I'll be interviewing guests, sharing the latest news, and my favorite part, taking your calls live on the air two hours every weekday. If you're a SiriusXM subscriber, you already know how great it is. If you never tried it, get a free trial for 30 days. Just go to sexwithemily.com slash sxm. That's sexwithemily.com slash sxm today to try XM for yourself. See you there.